SCP-4158 Big Charlie the Big Cow Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures SCP-4158 is to be kept in an 8-meter by 10-meter cell in the heavy containment zone. The cell is to be fitted with a 5-meter trough on the east wall of the cell. SCP-4158 is to be sheared of its excess mass and have its cell cleaned once every week unless a test is being conducted. X-rays are to be performed on SCP-4158 before and after shearing. The resulting meat is to be incinerated. SCP-4158 is to be fed a diet of raw beef, hay, wood, and bricks. Constant monitoring is not necessary, though SCP-4158 must be checked at a minimum of three times a day. In a scenario where growth cannot be regulated, the object class is to be reevaluated. Description SCP-4158 is a bovine-esque creature, measuring 3.4 meters tall and 5 meters long at the time of writing. Its skin is thin, appearing translucent and ripping easily. SCP-4158 is partially blind and has a bulbous head that lacks the features of a bovine, of which it shares an alleged lineage. SCP-4158 is sentient and docile, not acknowledging personnel during feeding or cleaning of its cell. SCP-4158 does not produce excrement. SCP-4158 is constantly growing in size and weight. As such, excess mass must be sheared off every week. Testing has shown that limiting the diet of SCP-4158 does not limit its growth. Additional testing has shown that any meat that has been removed from SCP-4158 does not display the same constant growth. The meat produced by SCP-4158 is USDA utility-grade beef and has shown no anomalous properties. Despite this, the resulting meat is to be incinerated as a cautionary measure. When SCP-4158 is not sheared of its excess mass, new features begin to form, including limbs, genitalia, and in rare cases, organs. The anatomy and placement of exterior growths are seemingly random. At its largest, SCP-4158 grew to be 8.5 meters tall and 9.8 meters long, featuring seven legs, four stomachs, two penises, five testicles, and three tongues before the Foundation disallowed further growth. Testing was halted after SCP-4158 began showing evidence of neural tissue generation. SCP-4158 was found in Crudson, Indiana on the morning of December 16, 2004. Calls to animal control were made by multiple residents about a large cow with mange roaming by Highway 17. Two animal control officers were sent to investigate the reports. Upon discovery of SCP-4158, the animal control officers contacted the local police department at 9.39. A foundation plant contacted Site-64 to send containment specialists to transport it. Class A amnestics were administered to the animal control officers, and the case was closed, reporting it as being a cow with mange that was put down at the scene. SCP-4158 was transported to Site-64 at 12.46 with no resistance from SCP-4158. Containment specialists tracked the origin of SCP-4158 to a slaughterhouse by the name of Butcher's Block, where one employee, Barney Mossman, and the manager, Jeff Fine, were found and taken into Foundation custody. One more employee, Rory Gildson, was later found at his residence at Redacted, 
after calling in sick that day. All three persons were taken to Site 64 for questioning. Interview Logs Barney Mossman, December 17, 2004 Interview Log Interviewed Barney Mossman Interviewer Dr. Reeves Begin Log December 17, 2004 1447 Interviewer Your name is Barney Mossman, correct? Barney Mossman nods his head in confirmation. Let the record show that Mr. Mossman nodded his head in confirmation. Barney Mossman. Come on, man. What am I here for? Mr. Mossman, I'm sure you've been told you're in here for questioning about the large bovine creature that allegedly belongs to your employer. You mean Big Charlie? Is that the name of the bovine or your employer? It's the cow. I didn't choose it. He was already named when I started working there a couple years ago. So you don't know the origin of it? No, man. I don't know anything. Anything at all? Well, I mean, all I know is that we feed it hay, but it also just eats whatever is around it, like wood or bricks, and sometimes the other cows. How long have you had the creature? I told you, man, I don't know. I've been working there for about four years, and they already had him when I started working there. They told me to never tell anyone about him. Interesting. So, why do you keep it alive and not just slaughter it? Fucking beats me, man. I only ever fed the damn thing. They would never tell me. Alright, well is there anything else you can tell me? Nope, I barely ever got to see him. I just sometimes shove hay in his pen. He ain't my department. I'm the custodian. Okay, so where were you when the thing escaped your employer's possession? I was at home because it was night. And what were you doing? Well, I was just on my computer until like 11 and then I went to sleep. That's it. You can look at my internet history. I swear, that's where I was. And what happened the next morning when you came into work and he was gone? I was late that morning because I was up late the night before. Mr. Fine went fucking nuts, saying that either me or Rory had sold him to our competitors, which I'm pretty sure aren't a thing since we're like the only one in like a thousand miles. Do you know any way that it could have happened? No way, man. That pen he's in is the sturdiest pen I've seen in my life. Only someone with keys could have opened it. Do you think that Rory Gilson or Jeff Fine could have sold him or something? No way, man. Those two love that thing. Rory treats it like it's his son or something, and Mr. Fine would never. Elaborate as to why Mr. Fine wouldn't. I don't know, man. He treats that thing like an idol or something. Like I said, they never told me why they kept him, so I don't really know why, but I do know that he would never. Would Rory Gilson know? Probably. If you want to know anything about Big Charlie, you ask him. I just feed him, but... Rory cleans him and gives him checkups and shit. Well, all right then, Mr. Mossman. I guess if that's all you can tell us, then we're done here. End log. December 17th, 2004. 1522. Rory Gilson. December 17th, 2004. Interview log. Interviewed. Rory Gilson. Interviewer. Dr. Reeves. Begin log. December 17th, 2004, 2200 hours. Interviewer, 
Your name is Rory Gildson, correct? Rory Gildson. That is correct. Okay, let's start the interview. Okay. So, what can you tell me about the cow? Well, what do you want to know? Let's start at the beginning. What was that thing? Well, so do I because I barely know myself. We bought a pregnant cow from someone, like two for the price of one, and one day the calf just fell out of the mama cow, like just ripped through its chest. It didn't have an umbilical cord and it wasn't moving, so we thought it was dead. It also looked fucking disgusting. We hauled it out, but the next morning it had at some point woken up and tried to get in the barn. We thought, this little guy is fucked. Maybe someone will want to buy him for some scientific study or freak show, so... We took it inside. How long ago was this? It was nine years ago. We tried getting rid of him by posting an ad in the local papers, but... Wait, an ad about selling the creature? Yeah. Editor's note. The ad was successfully redacted from all public records. Okay, continue. What? Nothing, just continue. Alright. Well... We placed the ad, but nobody would bite, so we decided that it was just a waste to keep it, and probably wouldn't be a good idea to release it into the wild, because we don't know what it is, and doing that could fuck up the ecosystem or something, so we decided to finally put it out of its misery. So we got the cattle gun, and we placed it right between its beady fucking eyes and pulled the trigger. There was a thunk sound, but nothing happened. And you're sure the gun wasn't compromised in any way? Yeah, and when we tried it again, it just ended up breaking the gun. So, we decided to try slitting its throat and leaving it there, but it barely bled. So next we tried just completely cutting out its throat, but it still didn't seem to affect him at all. We decided to try and butcher it right where it stood, but it didn't even react. When we were done, he was practically a skeleton. We wanted to get something out of this purchase, so... We decided to just pack the meat in with the rest and hope no one would notice. How did you know that the meat wasn't toxic or something? We didn't. But a couple of days later, we realized that he had grown back most of what we had cut off him. We cut off some more and then we tried it ourselves. It didn't taste any different from normal meat. It was like a miracle. One cow that just eats anything in front of it and produces infinite meat. Of course, we still have other cows kind of for show so that people don't get curious where our meat comes from. But they don't like Big Charlie. If they get too close and Charlie gets too hungry, he'll eat them. But we don't really care. He'll produce enough meat to cover both of them. Fascinating. Is there anything else you can tell me? He's sterile. Okay. Is there anything else? Well, not really. That's all there is to say. But you can't take him from us. He's our private property, and since he is the reason we ain't out of a job, you legally can't take him away. Of course. I looked it up. Do you have any idea how it escaped your possession? No way. Barney always locks up good, and that pen is the strongest pen I've ever seen. There's no way he could have broken it. Mr. Fine would never let that happen. Is that so? Do you know why? Well... I assume it's because he provides for us. He's the reason we've got a job. It's also probably more than that. I think he thinks of him as like his pet or something. He loves Big Charlie. Interesting. Is there anything else you would like to say?
I guess not. When will I get to see Big Charlie again? You won't. Thank you for cooperating. I believe we're done here. End log. December 17th, 2004. 2329. Jeff Fine. December 18th, 2004. Interview log. Interviewed. Jeff Fine. Interviewer. Dr. Reeves. Begin log. December 18th, 2004. Oh, 1500 hours. Interviewer. You are Jeff Fine, is that correct? Jeff Fine. Yes. And you are the owner of the Butcher's Block Slaughterhouse? Yes. The business that your employees claim housed and fed the bovine creature? Yes. Can you tell us more about that? I bought a pregnant cow from some guy. Eventually it gave birth and that was Big Charlie. I know about the birth and the way that you would shear the flesh off it. Is there anything else you could tell me? We tried to sell it thinking someone ought to want to study it or something, but nobody would touch him. I told the boys to put him down with the cattle gun, wouldn't even crack his skull. So they tried just cutting him up where he stood. The next couple of days, while we were waiting for him to die, we noticed that he had regrown himself, so we decided to accept this blessing. Okay, and what were you doing on the night of December 12th, 2004, when the creature escaped? I was just praying. To who, when, and where? Why do you need to know? Mr. Fine, answer the question. To Big Charlie? Oh. I've done it every night since we received him. And why is that? You heard what they said. He feels no pain. You can't kill him. He provides for us. He is our savior. So, why would you think to pray to him? I just felt something when I was around him. I could tell that he wanted to make this sacrifice for us. Ever since he tried to get into the barn after we threw him out like heartless bastards, I knew he cared for us. And how often do you pray to him? Well, I would open his pen, take off my clothes so that I was pure before him, lay down and receive his blessings. And how do you do that? I drink his blood. He doesn't need it, but his heart pumps and produces blood for us. And how come you never told your friends about him? I know that Charlie wouldn't like them. I've seen how he reacts when they are near him compared to me. He still provides for them, but I'm the only one that he allows to receive his personal blessing. And so this time it ran past you and escaped. Yes, but he couldn't have been escaping. He must have had a goal. Had he ever shown signs of that kind of behavior before? No, not at all. I don't know why he would do that, but it has to be for a reason. We can't all know what those who know better than us are thinking. And has this prayer to it ever worked for you? Big Charlie doesn't just answer all prayers willy-nilly. He knows what's best for us. So that's a no. How dare you question Big Charlie? He knows what's best for all of us. I'm done here. I don't need to keep answering questions like this. Hey, we're not done here until I say so. Sit back down. Let me out. I need to see Big Charlie. I need to see if he's safe. Mr. Fine, sit down. Jeff Fine attempts to flip the interview table. Jeff Fine is tranquilized by the security guard on duty. God damn it. End log. End log. 
December 18th, 2004. 134 hours. It is currently not believed that Jeff Fine's worshipping of SCP-4158 is due to any anomalous effect, as is suggested by a study of personnel showing no abnormal religious or ritual practices after working with SCP-4158. At this time, there seems to be no reason to discredit any of the claims made. The workers and cows that were in the possession of the Butcher's Block Slaughterhouse at the time were all administered Class E amnestics. The Butcher's Block Slaughterhouse was closed under the pretense that it was due to a health code violation and the employees were arrested for malpractice. The identity of the man that sold Jeff Fine the pregnant cow that birthed SCP-4158 is still unknown. Thank you for listening to SCP-4158, Big Charlie the Big Cow by Gleam64. If you enjoyed this SCP, please like and subscribe, and follow the link in the description of the SCP Wiki, and vote to support it and the SCP Wiki as a whole.